Good evening and welcome to our weekly question and answer series for anash.org. Uh, question. Can you assemble and disassemble a IKEA high chair on Shabbos? It is basically a plastic seat with four totally separate metal legs that you slide in to the four holes of the seat to assemble it. I actually did not know what it is, but I went down and looked at it. And the answer to this is that there is no problem to take taking apart the legs from the top because it's made to take apart. It's very easy. It's made everybody who wants, and it's easy to do it. You do putting it in once you storage store it. It is made to take out, so you could do it on Shabbos. Yes, but the top. That means the tray is not made to change and it's very difficult to change and that even if you have one you have two you want to change from Milchis of Leishiks you cannot do that on Shabbos because that's already a uh, not made to um, take apart and that's also already to to disassemble it but to, just to take out the four legs it is no problem to do on Shabbos Next question. Can I buy stocks in a company that sells Isire Hano, like Chomotz in Pesach, Bosse Becholov, Avedizura, and Ribas? This is a very common question, and uh, there is a big Machloikas Hachroinim. If a person has stocks in a company, if it means that he is basically a shutuf, he's a partner in the company, or no, it's not he's a partner in the company, he only has a schus in the, in the he has a share in the income, but it doesn't have anything to do with the company itself. Legally, a person which has shares has no connection to the company itself. Yeah, he has a schus, to make when the company makes money the shares go up and he, 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 he makes money but he doesn't have any schus somebody uh, for instance will sue the company it has nothing to do with the person who has tax but that's legally what is the din halachically if you are a shittaf or you're not a shittaf now a lot of poiskam say that although legally you're not considered a partner, but halachically, since you own shares in the company, even though you don't have you don't have a schis to say a word, you don't have a schis because you you have less. You're a minority. You have less than fifty percent. So automatically, the people who have fifty percent of the shares, they have a say in the company, and you have no say in it. But since you have shares in it, you are a shittif, a partner with the company, and if the company sells a thing which is also for you to sell, you cannot have shares. And this is a lot of poiskim hold like this, the Minachasitzcha, Chali Gimel, in Siman Aleph, in other, another place, he brings a lot of poiskim which hold that it is as if that you have a partner in it and you cannot have such a shares. The same holds the Menchah 
the Pshlom Zalman Oyerbach, in in the the Meyer Branzefer Niskanai Boisim, and other a lot of other Poiskim hold that you cannot have shares in a company which is Iser Hanua. So therefore, when it comes to Pesach, you have to sell all your shares which you have in companies which have Chumas. And this is what in most of the Shtar Machiras Chumas, on the contracts to sell the Chumas, it is like that, that you write in that you're selling your shares for the Goy. Other Poiskim, like the Chayshu Eifert, Rav Padva from England, he brings down from Chubin Ruf, which brings down from Friediger Poiskim, the Mario Alivi, hold that no, you have no shitfus in the company, you have a schus in the shares, but it's not as if you are a shitv in the company, and therefore, when it comes to ribas, of chomats, and avedzura, and etc., there is not a problem. So this is a big machrakis with 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 lachronim lekan lekan. To answer your question, lemaisa, we as chasidim of the Rebbe, we are lebavish chasidim. We know the Rebbe writes in a couple of letters. It is printed in Shulchan Aruchim, Chaylik Dalat Yeredaya Simuchuf Ches. The Rebbe holds clearly, like the Poskim, which hold that when you have shares in a company, you are a shittav in the company. So therefore, if you have shares in a company which is Osir Banoa, it is you, you're selling thing which is Osir Banoa. You cannot have a no with 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 your money. So therefore, according to us Chsidam, since the Rebbe holds that you are a shittav in a company, so you cannot have shares. In any company which sells chomots in Pesach, except if you sell it for the goy before Pesach, or which has makes wasibacholov, sells wasibacholov, or anything which has to do with avodizura uh, or ribas, you have to make a heteriska, and this is how we have to pass him because eiluni eiladivre rabbi which the rabbi holds, it is not permitted. To hold shares in a company which is Osabanoa. Next question. May I buy a bottle of non-kosher wine to give to a non-Jew? The answer is it, no. The Ramu writes in Yadaisim Kifchuf Gimel that although nowadays the non-Jews are not Zura, they're not Adikim Zura, and some poets can hold that Stam Yainam. That means wine which comes from an Anju is Mutterbano. But the Ramu only is lenient only Bamukma Hefset. And this is also the Pisrachiva brings down the Levisha Salat, which he has a Limatchiz on people which are Michael. So we see it's only a Limatchiz. It is only a Hatter Bamukum Hefset. So if a person buys things, a closeout, and he finds a bottle which is, uh, or a, a couple of bottles, and is a Hefset. To throw her out, he could sell it. But go, going, and purchasing a bottle of wine, a non-kosher bottle of wine, to give her a non-Jew, that's not considered a hefset, and therefore it's not permitted to do. If you want to give her a bottle of wine, you give a bottle which has a hechsher. But you cannot give stam yainam for a non-Jew. Now, I saw somebody wants to say that today's day. You could be more Michael because everything goes through machinery, and therefore a goy doesn't touch it, an Anjou doesn't touch it. But this is not a, a 
easy header because trace day even though it goes everything through machinery mechanical machinery but you still have non-jews tampering with wine that's if they if they want to taste the wine yeah all the wineries they have people who are tasters if it's good if it's not good so automatically they'll take out wine through a straw or or through a keili and that's called koichoi and Yeridaya, we say that that uh, it's still it's it's koiche aset akapunam if it's not a hefset. So therefore, by hefset is we are mindful about stamiyanim bekoiche. But if it's not a hefset, we are machmer. If it's not a big hefset, we are not mach. We are not Michael and stamiyanim. So therefore. Since they, it come in contact with a non-Jew by tasting time, so therefore, since it's not a hefset, you cannot go out and purchase a non-kosher wine and give it for a non-Jew. Next question. Behemshech, regarding follow-up question from the last week regarding Bishul Akim. You mentioned that I think which you can eat when it's raw so then there's no such thing as Bishul Akim because you can eat it when it's raw so the question is does fish need to be Bishul Yisrael because raw fish is used nowadays for sushi the answer to this question is yes it needs to be Bishul Yisrael because since most people don't eat it raw raw the raw itself that means even though there are some people which will not eat raw sushi with raw fish at all and even though people which will eat sushi with raw with raw fish they will only eat it when it's mixed together with other stuff so therefore we know the prechudash and other poise can hold that when we think and want to think a thing, a thing which is basically um, you can eat it when it's raw. You have to look on the majority of people. If you have majority of people who eat it raw, then you're right. It is considered you can eat it raw, and it's, and it's, you don't have a problem of bishul akim. But if majority of people will not eat it raw, and even if they will eat it raw, they won't eat it raw as it is. They'll only eat it when you you want to mix it with other stuff. So that's not called it's nechel chai, and therefore it goes still in to the iser of bishul akim, and it has to be bishul yisrael. Now, if we talk about this uh, raw fish, I just want to mention legaba muktza. We know on Shabbos the Allah is that the raw fish. Is mukta and raw meat is not mixer. And Chazal say us why? Because raw fish nobody eats. So therefore, since nobody eats, it's mukta. Raw meat, there are some people which will eat raw meat, so therefore it's not mixer. Now when it comes in nowadays, when we have um, a lot of people which will eat raw fish. Now, although we don't have the majority which will eat 
Rafish. So when it comes to Bishl Akim, has to be majority of people. But when it comes to Mikza, since we have people which are basically eating raw fish, so therefore raw fish will not be Mikza nowadays because it is raw to eat when it's raw. Now, of course, you cannot make sushi on Shabbos because you have a problem of boina, making a, sus a sushi roll. But if a person wants to take raw fish and he wants to make a sushi salad, so then the, the, the fish is not mukta, or even if he doesn't want to make now um, a sushi salad, but he has it in the, in the freezer or in the refrigerator and he wants to take something and that's an, an in his way, he could move it and it's not a problem of mukta since people eat raw fish so it's the halacha changed because the whole reason why it was mixa because nobody eats it so automatically that's mixa people are maxi das since nowadays people do eat raw fish even though not the majority of people will let's say eat raw fish but at least um, a lot of people will eat raw fish so it won't be mixer in our days. Next question. Do Shabbos candles need to be lit on the table where you eat? No, it does not need to be on the table direct. If you have a small table right next to the table, that's fine. As long as it is where you eat. So this will answer also the second question. Do they need to be lit in the room where you're eating? Let's say if it's considered a, a safety hazardous, the answer is yes. Has to be lit in the room which you eat it. Because one of the reasons why you have to light candles, Shabbos candles, is you should have light where you eat. Now, even though we have today's day electric light, Chazal, the mitzvah is still over here. We still have the mitzvah and we have to eat right next to candles. So therefore, it doesn't need on the table, need to be on the table direct but it has to be in the room which is where you eat so therefore sometimes you're going to a, to a hotel room, to hotel, and they don't want to put the candles in the room where you eat so they put it outside on the foyer on the hallway they put a table with a bunch of candles and nobody eats over there and you cannot light their Shabbos candles to make a bracha it's a bracha lavatola if you are in a situation that you have to, you cannot light in the room what you eat, and they give you only the foyer, and you have to light on that table, you have no option, then you should make sure that somebody should sit down right next to that table and eat something. So if somebody eats over there something, that will be fine, and you can make a bracha. But if it's not in the room where nobody eats, and uh, it has light also, so basically you have no, you don't have the problem of somebody's going to trip. It's a bracha lavatola, so it doesn't have to be on the table direct, but it has to be in the room where you're eating Shabbos meal. Next question: Can one use cold tea or orange juice for avdola? The answer is, Shechanorach writes that you could use for avdola chamar medina. Now what is Hamar Medina? Hamar Medina means a, uh, a drink 
which is a choshva drink, which people will will, will drink. Um, people will sit down and drink. Has a chivas. So uh, when it comes to beer, of course, all the poets can agree that beer is called Hamar Medina. But even on orange juice or tea, coffee and tea, the poets can write that it is considered Hamar Medina. Now, we have to understand Hamar Medina is not a Ketchila. Ibefrat nowadays that we have wine. In the it's not a Ketchila Bechalal. But if a person cannot drink wine or grape juice for health reasons or whatever it should be and he wants to make Avdallah he could use coffee or tea and also orange juice also orange juice it could, it could be also it cannot be apple juice but it could be orange juice could be mixed TV it cannot be concentrated but it could be orange juice which is not from concentrated or grapefruit juice, which is has a chashivas to drink on a choshev on a choshev meal, and this is how I saw an etlach can bring down that you could use it on you could use it for chamar medina, but not apple juice or any other juice which is from concentrated apple juice. Even when it's not from concentrated, it's not considered choshev mashke, but uh, even orange juice. It cannot be from concentrated. Follow-up question: If one has to drive somewhere much Shabbos, can they make avdola over wine on Sunday in Itmal of the Malka afterwards, or is it better to say avdola much Shabbos and a non-alcohol beverage if it doesn't have grape juice or he cannot drink grape juice for health reasons? It was answered before that it is better since Hamar Medina, you could make avdola Hamar Medina. If she cannot, if he cannot drink grape juice or wine for health reasons, and he has an option that let's say tomorrow he won't will be able to drink wine. Let's say he took a medication which she cannot drink wine in the next 12 hours. So tomorrow in Sunday morning he could make Avdola on wine. And and if he makes Avdola at night, he has to drink Hamar Medina. It is rather to make Avdola Mati Shabbos. And Hamar Medina, then wait till Sunday to make a wine because Mata Shabbos is the time when you have to make Avdallah. Question Is saying Vayit Lahu on Mata Shabbos a custom for women in Chabad? Number two, and does it make sense to say it with your wife or do we say Ishtuki Gufri? The answer to this is Lamaisa Dominic by a lot of Chabad families is that you do say it with your wife. The custom is to say it with somebody else, we mark to say it with somebody else, and you say it with your own have somebody else to say it, you say it with your wife. I heard that the Mashpia in Kvar Chabad, Ramoshan Aparstik, he used to say it always with his wife every month Shabbos. So to answer your question, women should say um, and you could say it together with your husband. If I cared, why shouldn't you give brachas to your husband and your husband give brachas to you? That's the ideal thing. So therefore, yes, that's the minig and that's how you should do it. Okay, thank you. We'll stop here and please join us next week for the next week's shir and some media shalas and questions to 
inbox at anash.org. Good night and have a wonderful week.